0: at harrys.com slash rtg that's harrys.com slash rtg for a $3 trial set What's up everybody, welcome back to Remember the Game, it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, thank you so much for listening to the show, and this week it is episode 274, and we are covering one of the games that I have been asked to review the most over the last few years, an absolute banger of a gem, fucking South Park the Stick of Truth, and as most of you probably know, I am a huge South Park fan. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, and I remember when the Stick of Truth was coming out, and it got delayed over and over, and developers were kind of just playing hot potato with it, and based on some of the previous shit, South Park games that we gotten in the past, I I think most of us were pretty skeptical about whether or not South Park Stick of Truth was even going to be any good. Fortunately, the game turned out to be the fucking poster child for why game delays are a good thing. They finally got their shit together and they ended up releasing not just a great South Park game, but a respectable RPG too. I I don't think this game stacks up against other RPGs if you're someone if you know nothing of South Park but you love deep complex JRPGs. I really don't know if this game is going to scratch your itch, but if you have even a passing interest in South Park, whether you like RPGs or not, I feel like this game is worth playing. Like there's enough RPG there for the for the nerdy diehards and the fan service for South Park fans is just completely out the ass. It's ridiculous. I, I think I would go as far as to say that Stick of Truth uh, set the bar for what a game based on what a big ip could be compared to like the old nes days and shit especially my god this is this is incredible uh at least it set the bar until the fractured butthole came out a couple years later i think that game is better but it absolutely set the bar for funny video games as well i think the stick of truth might just be the funniest video game ever made it is a literal season of south park wrapped up in one video game and it's It's magnificent. I fucking love this game. So, I I actually replayed it on my Steam Deck while I was sick a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I'm so stoked to say that it holds up. It's so awesome. And we're finally covering it here on Remember the Game. My buddy Andre told me years ago that if I ever get around to talking Stick of Truth, he really wants to be here for it. So, he gave me a shout, and we had a fucking blast. Talking Randy, Stupid Canada, those goddamn Mongolians, and of course... A whole lot of shit with the South Park, The Stick of Truth. And uh, we'll get to all that in just a minute, because speaking of a whole lot of shit, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. (laughs) If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard and consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. We talk video games and all that kind of stuff. Fortunately for you, our fast travel works about as well as Timmy's. In South Park does. If you do want to skip the intro, just go to about the 30-minute mark, and you'll be into the South Park talk and all that. But hang around. Have a listen. We, it's fun. We talk video games and shit. It's good times. I do have to get my plugs out of the way. It's how I keep the bills on. Just have a listen quick here. We have hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of crap with incredible art. Designed by my man Joe from 4545 Creative. You can find all of our merch at rememberTheGamePodcast.com if you're interested. It's a great way to support the show. And of course, if you don't want clothes, you can always just consider throwing us a couple of the old dollary dues over on Patreon. We uh, we offer four additional podcasts every week. Ad free, waiting for you. It's it's, not, it's just it's the greatest deal in the history of the universe. Every Monday. Mark McHugh and I talk to Simpsons on Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Every Tuesday, I talk about whatever the fuck I want on The Rambling Idiot. I talk comedy, TV, movies, sports, news, whatever is on my brain. Every Friday, it's Game Patch, where we look at all the biggest news in modern video games. And every Thursday, it's Expansion Pass, which is a different gaming show each week. Rankings, modern game reviews, comedy episodes. Uh, lately, a lot of people have been commenting on the uh, Am I the Asshole Gamer Edition which was one we did on expansion pass a few months ago it was a really good time it's i love expansion pass and this week uh this past week excuse me on expansion pass it was episode 186 and it was my long-awaited spider-man 2 spoiler cast i broke down the entire plot of the game how it ends my favorite moments the characters i liked the ones i disliked where i think the franchise could and should go with spider-man 3 someday and i also talked about whether or not it made my shortlist for game of the year i'm gonna break tradition and not play a clip this week, most intros, I give you a sneak peek at last week's expansion pass, but unlike most of my modern game reviews, this one really is spoiler heavy, so I won't spoil anything for anyone. But uh, if you're done with Spider-Man 2 and you want to listen to a geek ramble about it for an hour... It's definitely worth checking out. That's available now in our archives. And this week, it's Expansion Pass 187. And I'm actually going to tackle a topic that I've been talking about covering for a few weeks now. If you don't know, my backlog from hell is almost empty. That was the backlog that consisted of all the the sponsored episodes and all those types of things. And, uh, you know, no offense to our sponsors. You're not hell. You're all angels in my book. I love you, but... um I've been working on cleaning that line out forever and it's almost done. And that means I can start tackling some of the games that I've wanted to play or replay to cover on Remember the Game for years and haven't had a chance. So this week's expansion pass is going to be 10 games I really want to play and cover on Remember the Game in 2024. So that should be a lot of fun. Again, subscription started just three bucks a month. You get new ad-free podcasts every week, plus instant access to hundreds of of ad-free archive bonus podcasts right there on your phone. It's You'll never run out. It's insane how many you're over. There's over 500 now, I think. Uh, Plus, you get access to the Remember the Game Discord, the chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month, which will actually be starting later this week. Survivor poll, eight games start, one game wins. That game gets an episode of the show. And we're doing Xbox 360 and PS3 titles this time. So... That poll is going to get hairy. That starts this week. You can vote in that. You get the ability to submit comments to be read on our show. You can DM with me and you even get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest patrons: Rob Payne, Justin Davis, Kyle says hello. Hello, Kyle. Vader Maximus that's a powerful name. Cardigan Measures Wrestler. I like that. Chad Farmer, Shrews, Mike Effin Banks. Roman Lachance and Gamer Elite. That was like the sexiest batch of names we've ever had. Fuck me. From Rob Payne to Gamer Elite. My God. Thank you all so much for the support. And welcome to Remember the Game Industries. You can find all that at patreon.com. Slash remember the game. And finally, just don't forget we donate 5% of our Patreon income to Extra Life every year. We already did that this year. It was fucking sick. Thank you. And we offer annual subscriptions that'll save you your twelfth month's fees. And finally, I'm over on Twitch whenever I feel like getting on there. Twitch.tv slash member the game. I've actually been playing through the new Mario RPG over there. So you should come by and say hi. It's free. That's the best price. Anyways, that's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our Patreons. Usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing In The Cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <clears throat> Let's blow our first blower this week is Big Papa Grimace who wrote in and said, "Hey Adam, I just listened to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show episode and it gave me an idea for a new Mario show. Instead of the traditional Bowser kidnaps Peach, then Mario and company go and rescue her, how about a Mario Kart cartoon set up like the old Wacky Races? Each episode could just be pre-race shenanigans from Bowser and the Koopa Kids, then a race around some of the iconic tracks from the game. My God, Big Papa Grimace, I I am gonna dedicate every ounce." of my willing things into existence powers toward to put, uh, I'm going to put them all. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say this. I'm going to put them all toward a Mario Kart cartoon because a wacky racist style Mario Kart cartoon sounds like the greatest thing in the history of the world. I would watch the fuck out of that. Cause you wouldn't just have Bowser and the Koopa kids plotting, but you'd have like Wario and Waluigi. And then we could just get rid of all the baby characters because they suck. And it would, just, Holy fuck, dude, that is such an incredible idea. How has that not happened? Pitch that to Nintendo. Join the Yakuza, go through all the ranks, and then pitch that to Nintendo. Because I would watch the fuck out of it. The- oh my god, that'd be sick. Mike, I don't even want another cartoon anymore. I don't even want another movie. Fuck the next Mario movie, just give us the Mario Kart TV show. That's what I want. That'd be wild. Uh, good call, Grimace. Well done. Dark Joels- Start us off hot this week. Dark Joels said, uh, Do Canadians have Thanksgiving? Does it involve maple syrup and Nickelback? We do have Thanksgiving. We do it in October. Unlike you Americans that do it like four we- How the fuck do y'all go through two turkey dinners in a month? Because you do Thanksgiving at the end of November and then like four weeks later you have to do Christmas. I don't know. Oh man, oh man. You guys are, your poor bodies. You're At least we have like a two month break. We do it in October and then you have a couple of months to get it all out of your system and then we do it again. But we do do it Thanksgiving. We do it in October. Everything has to be covered in maple syrup. Gets kind of old when it's stuff like... Your stuffing it, stuffing and maple syrup is disgusting. But you have to do it because we're Canadian. As far as Nickelback, no. Uh, so I know some people would argue that like the tragically hip are a big part of it. And like, yeah, the hip are okay. I, we're, this is an Avril Lavigne house. And some 41. But mostly Avril Lavigne that we play here. I do like Nickelback, though. Haters gonna hate. I don't give a fuck. I like Nickelback. Fuck you. Uh, Fra- <laughs> Frank Kuistra. Kou- Kouis- Tuistra, I hope I said that right. Frank said, "Hey, Adam. So I recently obtained an old Atari 2600 with some games I used to play on it as a kid. I remember that my brother and I spent a whole day in our PJs playing Pac-Man until we rolled the score back to zero. At least the game either reset or crashed. Don't recall exactly. Revisiting this game, I'm both impressed and shocked that we were able to survive a whole day playing it. What a monstrosity! And no in-game reward or surprise at the end. Just the start of a new level with a tune that seriously scares all the animals in and near our house. Do you still remember the first game you finished as a kid and whether it was worth?" Worth the playing time sweat and tears i you know what frank when i put this in to my notes to read it i was so sure that the first game i beat as a kid was the original super mario brothers because i played that game religiously as a child but now that i'm thinking about it like that game gets pretty hard at the end maybe with the warp zones i did but we had a game genie when i was a kid too and i'm wondering if i was only able to beat it with a game genie so well, i do think think the first game i beat was probably super mario brothers i will say the first games i remember beating without game genie cheats either kirby's dreamland on the game boy which i've talked about many times it fucked me over it was not worth the time sweat and tears or all my birthday money it fucking broke my heart or the little mermaid on the nes i remember renting that once after seeing it in one of my gaming magazines and it was a fine game but i beat it that weekend we rented it and to this day I can only think of two or three games that like, I rented and managed to beat because you only had a couple of days and those old NES games were hard as fuck. But The Little Mermaid wasn't too bad. So that one sticks out to me too. Shout out to The Little Mermaid. We'll have to cover that game on the show eventually. That one was worth the time sweat, and tears because I thought it was finally going to give me a chance to live under the sea. But it didn't. God damn it. What was the name of the... Was Sebastian was like the crab or the lobster or whatever, I think. And then what was the name of the fish? Flounder? That little yellow fish? What the fuck was his name? I don't remember. Anyways. Yeah, it'd probably be the Kirby's Dreamland, the Little Mermaid, or maybe Super Mario Brothers. But I'm willing to bet you I cheated at Super Mario Brothers. I, that feels like something that I would do. Uh, hot cheese sauce. Said, what gaming sales did you pick up this weekend? The PlayStation store had a bunch of stuff on sale, and I finally decided to buy the Mega Man and Mega Man X Collections. I've always had a fascination with the series, but never really played a lot of them, so I hope this will not disappoint and keep me entertained throughout the holiday season. You know what, hot cheese sauce? As long as you are patient when it comes to tough old games, you're in for a great time. Definitely, I. if you don't like Mega Man 1, start with Mega Man 2. So the franchise gets good. Mega Man X, I've only played the first three. My understanding is it kind of goes off the rails after that, but Mega Man X is a must play. Everybody needs to play that game. I hope you enjoy those. Uh, I'm actually still waiting on the, when I, by the, I'm recording this Monday night and the Steam sales haven't gone live yet. I know some of you are like, oh my God, he's a PC kid. I am not, nay nay. But I have a Steam Deck and I love that thing. And I don't really buy a lot of indies on my Switch anymore because I just prefer using my Steam Deck. It's more comfortable to hold. So I usually buy my indies there. So I'm waiting till tomorrow to see if anything else goes on sale on that because that sale starts Tuesday, I think. Um, but as far as my other systems, the only things I've bought so far are Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I, and these were on Xbox, and they were basically the same price on it and PlayStation. I just, I don't know. I like my Xbox a little bit better. That, I'm sorry. Yell at me if you want. I don't give a shit. Uh, whatever. Fuck you. South Park I bought uh, I bought uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor I bought Resident Evil 5 excuse me Uh, that I could replay for the show that's one I'd like that one I don't know if that'll make an appearance on expansion pass this week oh excuse me hang on still getting the old the old COVID out of the system I'm like 90% but my chest is full of like honey or something it's fucking gross uh I do want to play Resident Evil 5 again to get ready for a show I also bought the Arkham collection because I need to replay Asylum and City which I really want to play for the show and I bought Kotor 2 for an eventual episode of the show so that's what I've bought so far um I'm Kind of eyeing up the Mega Man Battle Network collection because I'd really like to play those, but I'd also kind of like to wait for a bigger sale. I don't know if 25% is going to cut the cheese. And then, yeah, I don't know. I'll wait and see what pops up on the Steam sale tomorrow, but I'll probably end up blowing more money on games I don't have time to play. Because that's what we do, because we're gamers. We're fucking nerds. Vader Maximus said, Adam, I don't want to strain your powers of willing games into existence, but could you try to make a game drop out of the ether that's like Shredder's Revenge, but using the characters and locations from Letterkenny? It's a big ask, I know, but I'd shit my pants if it happened. Well, I don't need somebody with a name as powerful as Vader Maximus shitting their pants. That could be catastrophic. I, I'll i meet you in the middle, Vader. I will use my powers, but I want a Trailer Park Boys game. Like Shredder's Revenge. I've never watched Letterkenny. I get yelled at for that a lot. I haven't watched Letterkenny. So I'll meet you in the middle and we'll go Trailer Park Boys. And then make Leahy and Randy playable characters. Oh my fuck, that'd be sick. I love that show. Uh, Impressive Beans said, Hey Adam, I officially got the email from PlayStation and they want me to pay that small fee of $160 to keep my premium membership going. I got to say with the price hike and the content, I don't see the value. So I dropped my membership to the bottom tier. The silver lining is I can now rationalize upgrading my Nintendo Online family plan to play all the great 64GBA and other games I've been missing. What are your thoughts on the price hike? Is it worth it to you? Will you change your membership? Cheers. Uh, so if you don't know, yeah, I actually have a PS Plus Premium subscription right now. I, I've i said on Game Patch numerous times, I actually think in some ways, PS Plus, in some ways, PS Plus has surpassed Game Pass for me. I, th- I still think Game Pass is the best deal in gaming because you get the big day one releases like your Starfields and your... And your Starfields, like, I see, and that's the problem, is, like, every month, PS Plus is tacking on a dozen, 15 games, and there's, like, if you if you miss the PS4 generation, PS Plus Extra, at least, is totally worth your money, because it is insane, the number of games that are on there. Game Pass is great, too, but I, to me, the big selling point of Game Pass is big games day one, and they're just not releasing a lot of games right now is the problem. So I'm am a big supporter of PS Plus. That said, uh I agree with you. The only reason I re upted at premium was because I got it 25% off. The Classics Collection that PlayStation is offering on the PS Plus Premium tier, like the PS1 2 games and the PSP games and shit is uh, is a joke. It's terrible. I'm not impressed with it at all. So I I think PS Plus Extra is ju- is is worth the price, but I don't think premium is. And if they d- if I don't get offered another discount when it's time for me to upgrade next year, then I will drop to to just extra. Cuz Premium is just, uh, they talked a big game, but it's just not there yet. It's not there. Uh Aeroslonic said, "Hey Adam, I just recently picked up a copy of War Tales via Xbox Game Pass, and unexpectedly there was no tutorial. What's the jump button? What does R2 do?" Kind of makes you miss buying a game as a kid And on the drive home you'd sit in the back seat and read the instruction manual at least twice through. Also reminds me of renting games and trying to figure it out. But back in those days we only had two buttons and a D-pad. Well, having a little tutorial or a help section would have been nice to get a good start in the game. It was just kind of fun figuring shit out. With more games being with more games being digital, don't you think a tutorial should be manual? mandatory i don't know if i agree that a tutorial should be mandatory like to have to play through it but every game should come with a tutorial now and a lot of them do but i agree with you because it's not just digital like even physical do do physical games i mean i don't buy a ton of physical games anymore but do physical games even come with instruction manuals i know none of my switch games have them that's the one i buy the most physical with because i i let that way shaley can play them too um i haven't bought a physical xbox game in in years And I'm trying to think, I haven't bought a physical PlayStation game in a long time either, but like most games just don't have many. I think every game should come with a, basically like an instruction manual in the game now. And I agree with you. There's nothing like sitting in the backseat as a kid and reading through the instruction manual, but those days are over. And now you're reading it on your phone while you're driving, which you shouldn't do, but you should, don't do that. It's a shitty thing to do. Yes. Every game should have an optional tutorial level. I agree. And finally, we got to move on. But before we do, it's letter time. It's letter time. Kodomo Jump said, what are your thoughts on Xbox removing support for third party controllers? Having to play with someone's busted, transparent purple mad cats was a rite of passage back in the day. It was the gamer version of home field advantage. Well fucking said, Kodomo. You're right. You never used the broken controller. You always gave it to your friend or your little brother or sister. Fuck that. Um, I got into this on GamePatch a couple weeks ago when Xbox announced it. If you don't know, yeah, Xbox is locking out a ton of third-party controllers and stuff. And I, we brought it up on the show, but I really think the biggest victims are the fighting game community. Because if you bought one of those big, expensive fight sticks, and now it's not authorized by Xbox, you can't use it. That's, I think that's going to drive players to PlayStation or PC. And I think it's a big fuck-up. I think that whole decision is a big fuck-up by Xbox. I get From a business perspective, I suppose, I see the reasoning behind it. Why let people use third-party controllers that you're not getting a bigger piece of the pie from, if any piece at all, when you could force them to buy your controllers and your items? And apparently Xbox is planning to authorize more items in the future, or more controllers and more fight sticks and stuff, which obviously would make things... Uh, a little bit easier for everybody out there, but I think this is just a bad look. Cause you're right, Kodomo. Like we have been using knockoff controllers, Mad Cats, fucking whatever, uh, as far back as like I can remember gaming. But far far back as the Super Nintendo, I remember having shitty third party controllers because my parents didn't want to buy a second expensive controller, especially because their oldest son was a spaz and would break them. So he'd buy the cheap. They'd buy the cheap controllers instead, and. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's, a, I think it's a bad look. I think it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's, and I don't want to hear that they're like, we just want to, it's, cause I, it's, people have brought up that it's, it's, it could be to eliminate cheating. And I see, I see that argument because people might have, you know, third party controllers that make it easier to play Call of Duty or fighting games or fucking whatever. But, uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't, in my heart, I don't think that's why the Xbox is locking out third party controllers. I don't think they're doing it to save us from the cheaters. I think they're doing it be- to get us to buy their controllers so profits. And I think it's a bad look and I and I do think it's going to bite them in the ass. And they're already I love my Xbox. I love Xbox. But they're already in third place and I think a move like this will drive some players to other platforms, which is the last thing the fucking last thing Xbox needs to be doing right now. So no, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all uh yeah that's it that's it that's all our submissions this week thank you so much everybody that wrote in i'll get to a few more of them on the rambling idiot next week in our leftover segment but we got to keep the ball rolling here let's switch things up and get to our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries it is play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for normally providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. Remake one as a modern game. And the third is a race from time forever. As always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And this week we're talking South Park. So I went with three South Park duds from the old days. Chef's Love Shack, South Park for the 64 PS1, and South Park Rally. For the Sega Dreamcast? I don't even know if that was on anything else. I never played it. But anyway, 53% said they would play Chef's Love Shack, remake South Park, and erase South Park Rally. That infuriates me. Let's see what a of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Beaver Boy said lots of nostalgia with Chef's Love Shack. Hilarious, and I love the format. Would love this game to be updated and released on the current consoles in a dirty version of Mario Party, but I'm voting to play this one as it's the most fun of the three as it is. I'll remake South Park Rally as a themed Mario Kart alternative and erase South Park. This title hits soft, and thankfully they have found better ways to bring this franchise to life. Just do what Nintend don't by creating adult content within this universe. Yeah, there is some of you wrote in to remake or do something with that new that old that original South Park game where you're fighting all the turkeys and throwing snowballs. That game has no fucking reason to exist. I'm spoiling my erase, but I'm disappointed in any of you that are doing anything other than erasing that game. Uh Chief Zombie Gaming. Said this was really hard for me, but I would play Chef's Love Shack because it's one of my favorite games of all time, and it doesn't need an update. That's bold. I would remake South Park Rally because a new South Park racing game would be rad, and I would do I I would uh, erase the Sandbox South Park game. I had to pick one, so that had to be it. It shouldn't even be that hard a choice, and I never even played Rally or Chef's Love Shack. South Park doesn't need to exist. That game fucking sucks. Lotus said, I've actually played quite a bit of each of these games. I'm going to play Chef's Love Shack because it was a great stupid party game with mildly fun little mini games. I'm going to remake the original South Park because it was a great game. It just got boring with really only having turkeys to kill until the aliens for a sec. So maybe make it have a more diverse group of enemies, which would be easier now that South Park itself is more fleshed out. I mean, you make good point, but I can't do it. And then erase that dumb cart game. It sucked then, and I can't believe it got any better. And if you want carts, go play Mario Kart like a civilized human being. All right, you saved it because you're right. Playing Mario Kart does make you civilized and sophisticated like me. Fuck yeah. Smokeblower of the rectal variety said play south park rally because i never have and i love me some kart racers remake chefs love shack because i think it could be a really good trivia game for south park fans if it had questions from all the seasons the show's been running for and erase south park because we already have the stick of truth the fractured butthole which are way better yeah no fuck not even close like i dude I, I could fucking like the the old like board games i used to make out of construction paper are better than south park on the 64 and ps1 fuck me uh, Donnie the Dude Walters said, "Easy peasy, remake Love Shack into a modern Mario Party-style adult game. Play South Park Rally, cause I never have. Erase South Park. I spent hours playing this game. However, I understand that it sucks. <laughs> I'm glad at least you understand that it sucks, Donnie. Uh, I'm actually going with 11% of you this week. One of our runner-ups, including Kugda." who said, play Chef's Love Shack as I never have. Remake South Park Rally, as with better graphics, more characters to choose from, the laughs could be endless. Erase South Park as I've played it before it was good for laughs, but I remember the game was kind of shit. It wasn't kind of shit. It was full-blown shit. And that's exactly the right answer this week. I'm going to play Chef's Love Shack because I never have and I miss Chef the character. Hello there, children. I love Chef. I'm going to remake South Park Rally because I love kart racers and a South Park kart racer would be fucking sick and I'm going to race South Park because it fucking sucks and I beat that game for an episode of Remember the Game a few years ago and it took years off my life. I never want to look at a turkey or play that fucking game again. A game that's, it was so easy to make that game good and they didn't. Fuck, I hate that game. Fuck you, South Park. Fuck you. Ah that's it thank you everybody Uh, we're gonna stop here we're gonna have a quick word from our sponsor let them do their thing and then when we get back i'll tell you what i've been playing over the last seven days and we'll get into south park the stick of truth okay i need some water anyway so we'll be right back after this if you're hearing this you're probably a gamer and for our kind nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing, dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work, gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but... CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, what have I been playing over the last seven days? Uh, The Mario RPG remake, which I've been playing. I'm planning to play through the entire game on Twitch. And then I may or may not upload the whole playthrough to YouTube. I haven't decided yet. But uh, the game is fucking sick. If you like the original Mario RPG, this one is absolutely worth playing. If you've never played the original Mario RPG, this one's absolutely worth playing. If you hate the original RPG, Mario RPG, well, there's just no helping you. There's just nothing I can do. Game's awesome. I've also been playing the Kalisto Protocol on my PS, uh, with PS Plus, actually. And uh, it's good. It's better than Dead Space. Or no, it's part of me. It's better than the reviews, but not as good as Dead Space combat's getting boring now but i'm interested to see how it plays out And the graphics are incredible Uh, and then i've been playing yoshi's island on the super nintendo which i guess spoiler is going to be next week's episode of remember the game number 275 is going to be our revisited episode on uh super mario world 2 yoshi's island which i haven't played in years and i forgot just how good that fucking game is like i know the baby crying is annoying but what a great platformer my god anyways let's talk south park the stick of truth That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. That's why we're all here. As always, I like to let you nerds sound off on the game we're covering before my guests and I hog the spotlight. So let's see what a few of you had to say. Billy O'Blues Link said, as a big South Park fan, I knew this game was going to be funny going into it. What I didn't expect was it would wound up being a phenomenal game as well. The combat mechanics were clean, fluid, and fun, and it even had some platformer slash puzzle scenes to complement the surprising amount of exploring you could do in the overworld. The timed hits like Mario RPG, the often hilarious special moves always kept the battles fresh, and of course, the farts. This game, for my money, gave you everything South Park fans had been waiting for and even more. Great game. Can't wait to hear how Mr. Blank's new kid experience was. It was as good as the rest of yours. Well said, Billy Yo. I fucking love this game. Someone's attractive cousin. Said I've been a South Park. F- I have. Oh, I assume that- I think that means as fan. I've been a South Park fan for so long. I played the old PS1 games, and playing Stick of Truth was just what us South Park fans dreamed of. I've never laughed so much playing a game, and the way the game is laid out, it just looks like you're playing an episode of the show. It's so well done. Fractured Butthole again ticked all the boxes and even improved the battle mechanics. And I'm excitedly waiting for the next installment and interested to see how they approach it going to 3D. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about this upcoming Snow Day 3D South Park game because I don't know if I want it in 3D. But you're right. This, like, I'm going to buy it after Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole. They've earned my trust. So, uh, fuck, these games are good. Super Dave said The Stick of Truth is a truly magical game. Every single aspect of the story and gameplay is polished to a comedic sheen. And the game is perfectly paced in its story and progression. I want to explore everywhere, but I also want to see what the hell could possibly happen next in the story. It's the best of all worlds. Agreed. I get into that on the show. I very rarely 100% games. I've 100%ed Stick of Truth twice. Because it's just so much fun to explore and do all the side All the side quests are funny. The payoffs are there. Mandak said my wife was actually the one that got me into this game and I fell in love with it. Not only is it a great game, but it's absolutely hilarious. The combat was simple in nature, but hit that itch exactly where it needed to itch. Freaking awesome RPG. Well said. And Fallen Snow Kiku said, I've never really been much of a South Park fan. I like the show well enough, but I've only seen maybe a dozen or so episodes. I got this game on sale a year or two after it came out since I heard it was a fun RPG, and I ended up being pretty blown away by it. Easily one of the funniest games out there, and it's pretty hard to do consistently good comedy in games, if you ask me. It is, dude. I'll just I'll put my cards on the table. It's just hard to do consistently good comedy. Based on that's coming from someone that's a comedian it being funny is a fucking hard thing to do And that they're able to do it for like 20 hours in this game and do it at such a ridiculously high level Is just it's I've, I've said it countless times i'll continue to say it Uh, because I truly believe it. I think matt and trey are geniuses comedic geniuses and this game is exhibit a Fuck me. Are they funny? This game is funny and it's time to talk about it I'm, so excited to finally be covering the stick of truth on remember the game. I'm gonna queue up some music And when it stops, my buddy Andre and I are going to talk South Park, the stick of truth, full of spoilers, by the way, be warned. Which originally released on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 on March 2nd, 2014. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. I'm so excited for this fucking episode joining me this week via the blank phone to talk South Park the stick of truth is my good friend Andre Andre you asked me to cover this game like two years ago and all it took was for me to get the stupid plague known as COVID to finally have time (laughs) to replay it and I'm so glad I replayed it because I forgot a how fucking hilarious this game is and b how good it
1: is so how are you and uh why are you so excited to talk stick of truth oh dude well, South Park is easily one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I, we here. both grew up in that ne- late '90s, early 2000s, and that show has only improved. And I, this, this, and its sequel are the two best episodes of South Park ever made, in my personal opinion.
0: Buddy, it's so as I'm sure I'll have said during the infamous intro that we have. I actually haven't recorded yet, but as I, I assume I'm going to say when I record it, we are going to spoil this game. So be warned. I just, I, I. If by some incredible chance you're a big South Park fan and a gamer and you've made it this far without playing this game, thank you for the download. Pause this episode. Go play the game. Then come back and listen. Because I agree with you, man. I have been a fan of South Park since season one back when i was in high school which makes me sound like old as fuck but like (laughs) it is one of my absolute favorite shows of all time and i agree with you both both the stick of truth and the fractured butthole and i for the record i really want to stay away from talking about the fractured butthole as much as possible because i love that game too and i want to give it its own episode Mm -hmm. but both of these games i literally agree with what you just said it's not an exaggeration these are two of the best episodes of south park ever made because these two games are literally like playing an episode of South Park and which I think is a big part of the brilliance of these two games it's insane how well they captured the feel of the show it's, it's yeah. ridiculous
1: oh yeah it, it's it's you are so immersed all the characters play in such a wonderful way like Cartman is always it just and I love that it's the warring factions again Can, I can't remember the uh, that it came from, and it came from the three parter episode that they did of these guys. Yeah. For, for when they were doing the fantasy stuff. I, I love it so much.
0: Yeah. And like, I, I've said this on the shows before, but if by some fluke, maybe you're a newer listener, I'll put my cards on the table. Like, I know, I know fuck, I know nothing of like the Lord of the Rings or any, I, I haven't watched, uh, fuck was the HBO show game of thrones. Like I haven't watched any of this shit. I don't, I'm not, I am. I'm a very uncultured piece of shit. If you've never listened to one of my shows before, but I love South park. And while I do like fractured butthole better, not only because I find the coon, I love that that name, but not only because I like the superhero stuff better, but I like the tactical combat better. Um, as someone that knows nothing of like Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings, game of thrones anything about the like mythology fantasy dungeons and dragons elves and wizards and all that kind of shit uh it doesn't matter i i love south park and this game like you don't need to know anything i i will say that like here's a question for you if you're not a south park fan do you think this game's worth playing like it's funny but as from an rpg perspective i think this is a very mediocre rpg like the humor is what puts this game over the top
1: yeah, honestly, if you're not into the the humor style that South Park gives you, because it's very specific in h- how it treats uh, world issues, everything. Yeah, it's it's you're going to. I don't think that you're going to like this. And again, it's it's a basic RPG. It's it's there's there's some little little elements to it, like you're upgrading your gear, but it's very simple upgrades. To your gear things like that so it's not as indeed it's not an in-depth rpg no like like i've like
0: i've had people message me and be like "Yo, i'm not a big south park fan but i love rpgs like is this worth playing and like it's not the worst rpg i've ever played or anything but i i would you know what i think have you played the paper mario games either the 64 one or the gamecube one like that's what these are these are yeah. these are those level of rpgs
1: yeah it, it's an rpg that anybody can kind of really pick up and play without uh, getting too swamped down with a lot of there's side quests, there's things, but it's, all the side quests are pretty open end, easier things. Yeah, a lot like, of it like that. But it's 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 all it, this game, while a, a decently fun RPG, really relies to keep you going. The web like the weapons, make references to a lot of South Park stuff. There's all these little there's little things you do throughout the game that's so much reference that without being a fan, it's it will be kind of hard to play this game. Yeah, I, I
0: think like I think it can still make you laugh. like it's just hmm. it's just a funny it's just I, I will I will say uh, if you are uh, and this is not me talking, this is South Park. I'm speaking on behalf of the game. If you are Jewish and you are not familiar with South Park, and you're easily offended by people poking fun at your uh re- your religion. Perhaps not the game for you. Uh, if you've never listened to, if you've never watched South Park, <laughs> Cartman Cartman's a bit of an anti semite. He he lays into it. But as long as you can just roll with the punches and just accept what it is, I, I I don't think you need to be a South Park fan to find this game funny. But if you're literally just looking for a good RPG. Uh, I, I will say, like, I'm going to give this game a great score. I fucking love this game, mm-hmm. but from as, as just an RPG, I think, I honestly think it's like a, I think it's a seven out of 10 RPG. Like it's yeah. not that deep. It's really not. I, another thing is like, and we're going to get into all the details, but like, I, I wanted to ask you, like, I, I replayed this while I was sick. Um, and I actually turned it up to hard because I was finding it too easy. And even on hard, like I find this to be an incredibly easy video game.
1: Oh, again for, again, for an RPG, it's a very simple, easy game. If you yeah. know what you're... Especially if if you've played... And that's the thing with this game. I play through it multiple times because I just love the story of it. I love the little, stupid little things, playing the different classes, which I actually have never played. And it, this is not being offensive. The Jew class. As the Carbon Jew class. It. Yeah, I fucking love that that's even an option. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only class I've never played on any of my playthroughs. Yeah. But it's very much... A, uh, it's it's very simplistic in everything it does so like, it's yeah. yeah so
0: so okay so we'll set the table if you've never played the South, South Park the Stick of Truth um long and short of it is you control a, a new kid that just moved to the town of South I, I'm gonna assume most people listening to this are familiar with the main characters of South Park you're like mm-hmm. a main a, a new kid that just moved to the town of South Park and uh the kids are in the middle of this like like weeks long game as we all used to do when we were kids. Uh where they're battling over the stick of truth, which is literally a stick. It is a twig <laughs> that they found and in their heads and in the rules of their game, whoever holds this stick basically controls the kingdom and can do whatever the fuck they want. And on one side you have Cartman and Butters and uh and Princess Kenny. I fucking love that Kenny is the princess. I love that oh. they they could have made Wendy the princess, but I love that Kenny. And, I, and every time I say the word Kenny in the words of South Park, I want to say Kenny, like, like Cartman does. But I'm like, I love that Princess <laughs> Princess Kenny is, like, is the princess. So on one side, you have them, and they're, the, and they're the humans. And then on the other side, you have Stan and Kyle and a bunch of the friends, and they're the elves. And mm. Kyle is the leader of the elves, and Cartman is the leader of the humans, and they're feuding over the, who, who possesses the stick of truth and who's in charge of this kingdom while they're playing. And and that's how the whole game starts, is you meet Butters, who's a paladin, and we'll get into the characters later. You meet Butters, who's a paladin, and you're the new kid, and you join Cartman's squad, and then you set off playing. I think, if I'm not mistaken, like the whole game plays out over like three days. Yeah, because... Just going after this fucking stick.
1: Yeah, because you sleep... There's two sleeping points. Yeah. It, yeah, because you get your... And again, we're we're spoiling everything. Yeah, you get your shrinking powers on the second night, and you get your alien probe powers on the first night.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) so the first night you go to sleep, the aliens (laughs) beam you up to a ship, and you save Randy from getting anally probed. (laughs) And 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 then you and then you get a power which we'll get into. And then the second night, the underwear gnomes come out and shrink you. And then by the third day, you have both of those powers. So that that's the long and short of it. And then uh, after a while. Stan and Kyle, or pardon me, Cartman and Kyle end up calling a truce. And you all team up uh, to take down, I think it's Clyde. Is it Clyde or Craig? I think it's Clyde. It's, it's
1: Clyde. Clyde. Definitely yeah. Clyde, yeah. And Clyde <laughs> has
0: stolen the stick of truth after Cartman banned him from the game altogether. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And, okay, so so that's the basic long and, and short. And like, so the game is an RPG. Again, I, I, I relate it very much to Paper Mario or Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door you only really control the new kid who is named douchebag in the game by Cartman. Um, you, you,
1: you type your name in and he just yells, it says douchebag. And your only options is to say yes.
0: Yeah. And then you're forever. The, you're douchebag and then sir douchebag. And it just goes on and on, but you're always douchebag.
1: Yeah. Um, and then as you go
0: into, as you go into combat in JRPG fashion, uh, like the paper Mario games, you can pick one, sidekick to take into combat with you and it could be like butters cartman kyle stan jimmy or princess canny i think those are all the people and they each have their own like abilities we'll get into all those later but that's that's the long and basically that's that's the long and short of the game and uh so to me like when you're when you're breaking this game down and reviewing it like there's a is the story the jokes b is like the 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 combat and so i really want to start with just the story the jokes and the looks of this game you mentioned it off the top Dude, not only has this game got the humor of like a long episode of South Park, but I, I think one of my favorite things about this game is a diehard longtime South Park fan is is it is it is. I don't think this is exaggerating. It's it's remarkable how much this game looks and feels like you're just playing an episode of the show. It's insane.
1: Well, yeah, because it's all it's inspired by. But they, they did a three part series. It was in 2013. because this came out a, about a year later, it was in, it's it's all from that. Series. They did it was uh, Black Friday, Ass, uh, Song of Ass and Fire, and Titties and Dragons. If you've watched those episodes, it's just, we get to fight, get to play that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just it's so like just I, to, like oh, I can't I think it. like I've played a lot of Simpsons games, and I I I can't think of another time. <laughs> That a TV show was made into a video game, and the game looked so much like the TV show. And I and I mean, honestly, like let's all put our cards on the table. Like I fucking love South Park, but it looks so primitive with the way the characters like walk. There's no steps; they just kind of hop along, and that that classic South Park art style. Like it lends itself so well to a video game. But, but even so it's really wild. Like, if, like Shaylee walked in on me playing it a couple of times. Like I was playing my steam deck. I showed it to her and she's like, like you would swear that I was just watching the show. It is, it is identical to watching yeah. the TV show. It's insanity. I love well,
1: it. Again, everybody that like Trey Ahmed wrote this, wrote this and yeah. then they performed everything. And, and other actors that perform on the show, don't get me wrong. It's not just them. But the fact that you had the creators being so hands on in this one and in the sequel, it, yeah. writing the stories, p- performing the characters. They didn't just hire a bunch of like they didn't hire like there's a story of Mark Hamill did the voice of Wolverine in the x two video game. But it's not some random person brought in to do of these voices. it's it's everything the TV show is
0: right, yeah. and i and I think I think that Matt, like like I, as a comedian and as just a South Park fan, I I I legitimately look up to Matt and Trey, like the two creators of South Park. Like I think they are geniuses. I, I think they are comedic geniuses. Mm. And I and I legitimately have a ton of respect and admiration for the two of them. And they're also gamers. And you can see that they were so hands on. Cause like, dude, did you ever play the old South Park game? Like the one on the 64 and the PS1 where you fight yes. the turkeys?
1: Yeah, was your guest when we were, I was your guess when we reviewed it. <laughs> right. And, it, terrible, like, and that game fucking game.
0: and that game fucking sucks. It fucking yeah. sucks. And and this is like it was like Matt and Trey were like, we're not gonna let that happen to our We've done enough shitty South Park games. Let's make a good one. And so like we're gonna get into the humor and stuff, but I have to just say I I love how much this game looks like South Park. And not only does it look like South Park, but I got to tell you, dude, as someone that's been watching the show for 20 years, like when this game came out or 15 years, whatever the fuck, um, getting the chance to explore the town, like to finally get to see the town of South Park for the first time and see where the school is in relation to the kids' homes and where Tolkien's house is and where City Hall is and where City Walk is. And like, that's legitimately one of my favorite things about this game. And I usually hate exploring in JRPGs because I get bored of it. But as a South Park fan, I loved just walking around the city or the town of South Park and seeing all these landmarks and everything. I thought that was one of the coolest things about the game.
1: Yeah, and again, there was like again this the show has always been about a small town in Colorado. It is, this this town is literally like four sh- or three streets high and oh, it's and, tiny. And it's and tiny. then you then you can literally walk through a forest to get to Canada. Like, yeah, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> which we'll get to, which we'll get to, because as Canadians, oh. that was
0: honestly one of the highlights of the game for
1: me, too. Oh, so good. So, so goddamn good.
0: I <laughs> uh, Yeah, you're right. So, like, you basically, <laughs> and the best part is, like, Colorado's not even on the fucking border to Canada. No! But in this game in this game, you walk three blocks, past a farm, and then you're at the border to Canada. Uh, and then the Mountie won't let you in unless you have your passport, but we'll, we'll get to all that. I fucking, oh my god. I so I love I love the way it looks. I love walking around the town, and of course, we'd be remiss if we did not mention like the sheer like this game is is South Park fan service to the nines because it's not just dealing with Cartman, the Wizard, and Princess Kenny and Paladin Butters, and Stan, who's I think like a knight, and then Kyle, who's like the elf king or whatever. But it's it's not just dealing with them, but it's like you 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 run into Mister Mackey you run into randy uh randy you run into to mr slave mr garrison is around like the sheer number ike's around like the the mayor is there you get to deal with father uh fuck what's his name father Mackey. thank you father Mackey. Yeah. jesus dude jesus is a fucking summon yes. in this game <laughs> if you unlock jesus you can summon him once a day to help you like it's just it's not just the the al
1: gore out one of the side quests is helping oh. al gore take out man bear pig oh i hate i and <laughs> remember the first time i played through it i couldn't beat al gore he's, oh. the, he's one of the so at the very
0: <laughs> at the very end of the side quest it turns out that al so <laughs> we're yeah. just spoiling i don't even care there's no method oh, to this, this is fucking, also there's no rhyme to this episode at all you, you, Al Gore is hiding behind the movie theater wearing Groucho glasses. Yes. And then if he, and then if he, if you take on his side quest, you have to plant all these radar rocket things to help him find man, Bear pig. Then mm-hmm. you go to his hideout, which is in like an old like storage unit. And you have to like unfriend him from your Facebook. Cause once you start friending him, he just starts, it's so annoying. You're playing through the game and it's just pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up. Oh, all that was from so annoying. Al Gore. So then you finally go and, like, break up with him. Then you have to fight him with the Secret Service as, like, his lackeys who are like, we have to protect the kind of former vice president. And then <laughs> after you defeat him, then you have to go actually fight Man Bear Pig. And it's just Al Gore in a costume
1: yeah <laughs> and it's one of the hardest fights in the game that fucking man bear pig. well not even the man- it, it's i found like, <laughs> i could never get like in the first time the first time this is years ago when i first played it i couldn't get past the secret <laughs> service one because i wasn't doing it right and the secret service just kept killing me and then regent they kept all regenerating and yeah. then that later fingers i figured or later where I figured how to do it and play and get past them but goddamn. And it's one of my, it's one of my favorite things about
0: this game is it's one thing when you're like the kids fighting the kids, because you can kind of like suspend belief and be like, oh, they're just kids playing, you know, make believe. Yeah. And like, like butters his hammer, like butters, his weapon is a literal hammer. You know, he's got like, he ha- like, he has a hammer. Cartman is a, is a master wizard and all of his magic spells are like lighting his farts on fire. Like, it, like, that kind of shit, you're like, all right, this is kids playing make-believe, I get it. But then you're right, you're literally fighting Al Gore and, like, the Secret Service with, with Butters and his hammer and using these fart spells, and it's... I don't know, like, the way they kind of blur the line between reality and just these stupid jokes actually adds to the hilarity of the fucking game, in my opinion. Oh. Um, I, it, I fucking... It, it... <laughs> fucking Al Gore kills me. He's Dude, super Al- serial. I
1: fucking, Dude, kills me. fucking kills me. It, it, it was just, hes it, it, such a funny point in this game. Or it's just like, why is this man? Like, and I, I love that they pulled it in. Cause it was right on the time. They were making fun of him so hard for the whole, the man, bear pig. I like it's so like,
0: it's impossible to, to reference every joke in this. Like I, I'll, I'll say it right now. I should have said this 20 minutes ago when we started, but like, I'll say it right now. I, I, I genuinely feel that the, the stick of truth and the fractured butthole are the two funniest video games that I've ever played in my entire oh, life
1: by far. Like
0: they are so this game, like from, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Some of the things, and I want to know like some of your favorite, th- like some of the things that made me laugh in this game early on in the game. Like you're trying to build up your army with Cartman to take on Stan and Kyle, and they're like you have to go recruit uh tweak token and uh craig and <laughs> token is at his like mansion home and you have to go get a gas mask to get by his gate security guard who keeps macing you <laughs> even though you're just a kid that wants to play with his friend and then oh, tweak tweak you have to get from the coffee shop but to get him you have to go to the shack behind Kenny's parents house and get the like crystal meth so, yeah, that they're putting so- in their fucking coffee <laughs>
1: that was the best that was so good the fact that they're brewing their coffee was mess
0: yeah and then <laughs> and then craig you have to break out of detention and that's my favorite one that's a mr... giant war yeah that... yeah i love that mr Mackey is running detention and he's like all right well your friends aren't gonna save you fucking craig and he's actually swearing at him because like you're in detention craig and craig's like I'll be out of here in five minutes. No, you fucking won't, Craig. And he's getting so mad. And then you end up breaking him out of detention. And as you're running out of the school, Mr. Mackey just comes running out of the doors of
1: the school, and he's like, "Fucking Craig!" As you're running away, <laughs> Well, And you, you have to, and you have to get past all the all the Ginger Kid Hall monitors. And yeah, then this, you to... <laughs> and then you have to fight the big one. Oh my god!
0: It's so <laughs> so that that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> when you're oh. on the the alien ship and oh my uh, god and Randy is getting anal probed <laughs> and he's and he's asking you to like and Randy is literally on his hands and knees with his pants down with this giant like dildo behind him and you're like trying to like type into the computer and you have to do like the Simon says? Yeah. Well like it beeps <laughs> A so you press A and you have to like follow the combos to get Randy out if you screw it up the dildo comes in and just wrecks Randy. And the best part is right near the end when you go to save him, the the combo shows up on the keyboard, and it's like, like something that no one could ever follow that quickly. (laughs) And so you kind of guess at it, and then when you get it wrong, this dildo just destroys Randy. (laughs) But eventually, you save him from the spaceship, and then you just become friends with Randy later on in the episode. Well, I also
1: excuse me, the game. Excuse me. Well, I also love like when you are first captured, they're trying to anal probe you, and your your butt is so strong it breaks like multiple yeah. anal probes and then you then your ass absorbs the anal probe to become this little antenna thing that comes out like cart almost like cartman in yeah. a sense to like yeah. so you can start like teleporting <laughs>
0: yeah like well actually one of the things i like about the game is that it it's, it's almost got a hint of a metroidvania to it like yeah absolutely. as as the like because early on in the game, you're seeing things and you're like, I don't know how to use that or how to react with that. And by the end of the game, you've got this teleporting device that broke off in your ass that can come out and react with alien like antennas to teleport around the world. You have all these different ways that you can use your farts to interact with the world. Like you slowly unlock these new abilities that let you travel around. I, I-, I love that I because I love Metroidvanias. Mm-hmm. And so it gives you a reason to keep traveling around this town to use these new abilities, to go back to areas and, and break into places and do things. Um, I do going back to the, some of the shit that I think is fucking hilarious that the, that the alien ship crashes into South park and that first night, and then the government shows up and tries to tell everybody it's a taco bell that they're oh, building everybody believes it yeah and it's this giant ufo on its side in town and everyone's like oh it's a taco bell because there's this one part right near the beginning of that where you go up to the, the the crash site and one guy is just like are you gonna serve the cheesy gordita crunch or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> yeah, and then um... one of the one of the government officials is like talking into his his headset and then whoever the boss is is like no take him out he's asking too many questions so then a sniper just shoots him and everyone just is like this is fine like this is no big thing and then Um,
1: like throughout the game when you go home and talk to your parents they're they're like they're your parents are like do you hear we're getting a taco bell in town and they're getting all excited about this everybody like all the adults that are like ancillary are getting excited about taco bell throughout (laughs) the entire game it's so good it's so good
0: um i love there was one point where i was just walking around town and i got a random message from butter's dad on my Facebook, and I open it, or whatever the fuck it is, like the social media thing in the game. And you open it and read the message from Butter's dad, and he says, hey, sorry about Butter's. Nothing in particular, just in general. Sorry
1: about <laughs> this. It was just fucking it's, hilarious. It's, it's the... those little jokes that pop up. Yeah. That you, you love where they're just, and like, just those little things. There was one where Token makes a comment, and then uh, Cartman says, no, you're a blacksmith. And he, he's calling him, you're, you're a blacksmith. Yeah. It just It's just oh it's so just, good
0: fucking it's a, it the it the, bo- the humor perfectly <laughs> the the boss fight where the underwear gnomes shrink you and then you have to fight the chief underwear gnome on the your parents bed while they're having sex yeah your mom's boob
1: is like <laughs> over yeah, the fight and then every d- now and again you have, you have to dodge <laughs> your dad's balls <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then of course like maybe the most infamous fight of the game is fighting the i can't believe i'm saying these words the giant Nazi zombie fetus at the oh abortion my clinic.
1: God, and it's just... <laughs> was this the one with the bomb? Is that the bomb, right? The bomb was it or was it, am I thinking of the other one?
0: I don't think there's a bomb in this one. I think that's in instinctive of fracture. No fracture. No.
1: Okay. So that's the one oh, where I hate that's, me. I hated those controls by the way, but oh, um, yeah, dude. do the, yeah, this, this is the giant fetus. You have to fight because, in, in
0: because that's what the crash spaceship does is it's turning. It's not turning everyone into aliens and it's not turning everyone into zombies. It's turning them into Nazi zombies. So then they're literally oh. walking around town with swastikas on their arms, yelling these fucking,
1: well and, and that is yeah. a complete shot of Call of Duty right there with the Nazi zombies. That's sure, just like, sure, that it, sure. like cause again that game those games had been Nazi zombie mode was huge at that point too. Oh, so fuck me.
0: <laughs> it's so good. And then like like we won't spend the whole episode just talking about the funny things, but like we'd be as as two Canadians, we'd be remiss if they didn't mention that you get to go to Canada. And I think as a Canadian, first of all, like the way that the show depicts Canadians with the like heads that open up and talk and like that, that stupid accent. They give us that and
1: everything. I I love it. I love the way South park presents Canadians. And before we talk about Canada, getting your, your passport is just messed up. (laughs) Oh fuck. We have to to go go, to the photo dojo. Yeah. You have to go down. It's a pedo. It's just. Yeah. yeah, Fuck. uh... And he's like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he's like he's just trying to get your picture taken and he makes you take your shirt off and take your pants off and every- <laughs> fuck me and then you finally get your passport and then you go to canada and then canada is just like a classic eight-bit dragon warrior style rpg Dude, it's so good. and all you can do is you can go from ottawa to winnipeg to banff to vancouver and you're just walking
1: across this stupid country <laughs> <laughs> like I all it. those all those cities are so close together right yeah I mean, they are I, all just walking distance i go to Van- i go to vancouver every every second day you know yeah it's, it's just down the street there. yeah yeah
0: i i fucking i love it <laughs> yeah. i remember play when i played this game for the first time when we got to go to canada and it was like the classic throwback rpg and you're fighting like bears and wolves and shit i fucking killed me i so I good. Love, oh my
1: god oh okay oh, so, so
0: we still have to get into the characters we still have to get into the combat and whatever the fuck else we want to talk about it's already been i feel like is there I, I, before i yeah I because like there's so many jokes in this game before before we move on we'll go to the break and then we'll go to this are there any like is there any particular jokes we've missed that you want to shout out if there's not it's fine but i just so, i feel like i'm rambling we,
1: the backstory of you is the fact that everything's hidden about you and you have the ability to make friends and just the well, we'll talk, I guess we'll talk about it with yeah. The, the, but like, the you're right. Characters. Like, is it's your parents are like,
0: or the the, the, the Your, par- your parents are
1: assholes, man. Yeah.
0: Like they, he's got an uncanny ability to make Facebook friends. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it, and that's. <laughs> and then they're like,
1: they, they, you, like the way they act to you when you're t- when you come home and they say comments and they're like, and they're like they expect you to say something. And they're they're just like, no. And it's just—it's just like you're ignoring your parents, and they just get annoyed. It's yeah, because so you never—you're
0: because douchebag never says a word, like yeah. until uh, the very end of the game. Yeah, till the very—he never end, says yeah. a word. Uh, okay, so we've clearly covered that this game is fucking hilarious. We'll get into the combat because I will say, if I have a criticism of the game, it's some stuff in the combat. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. We'll get into some of the characters and stuff and all that in just a minute. We've been going for half an hour already, so let's pause. We'll take a break now. We'll let the sponsors come in. And then assuming I haven't been canceled, we'll be right back after
1: this.
0: (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... Okay, so so we'll get into the combat. Uh, like we mentioned off the top, it's it's like Mario RPG in the sense of it's basically you playing as 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 douchebag, uh, and then you get to you can you can have one friend with you at any given time in a fight, and they all have different abilities. Uh, hmm. when you start the game, you get to pick a class, and it's what is it? It's war warrior, thief, Jew, and like wizard. I think.
1: Yeah, the fight the, fi- um, the fighter slash warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's a mage, there's a thief, and there's Jew.
0: Now I yeah. haven't played this game in a long time. Oh, I, I just played it for the first time since it came out, and when playing it this time, I played as the as the thief. Mm-hmm. Have Have you got a preferred class? You're a thief as well. Yeah,
1: I literally played through as a fighter this to- this last playthrough, and okay. I think this is my new go to class. Uh, I've played a mage. I've played. I played thief. I think more times than not. Um, okay so i like the weaponry but like i just like the brutality and the abilities for the fighter are kind of awesome like your first ability rocks
0: <laughs> so okay and that's what i wanted to ask you so like because when you play the game if you never again by some fluke if you've never played it uh a a i'm playing it at least on the steam deck which is the xbox version uh whenever it's your turn to attack in a in a fight you can just do like your standard basic attack with your weapon and then it's mm. got that timed hit mechanic where uh, it flashes when it's your turn to attack, and then if you hit the button at the right time, if you hit A, you'll do multiple weaker attacks. If you hit X, you'll do a couple of stronger attacks, or you can hit Y, assuming you have mana, which is your magic, and then you'll actually combine farts with your attacks to make them stronger. Yeah. which, which is I play, I Most play, play, magic I, in the game is farts
1: yeah i played Um, on switch the x and y are reversed on switch it's right switch is x for farts so yeah and
0: and then in addition to your basic attack each class has like abilities i played as the thief and i will say that like one of your abilities you start or you get early on in the game is is mug where you'll basically go into the back row of the enemy hit one of them steal an item from them and as you start leveling it up you'll actually stun them as well and it's actually overpowered as fuck because you're stunning enemies and like it's making the game even easier. What's the abilities with the with the fighter? I, I don't remember so,
1: playing as that. Yeah, my favorite is the first ability. It's called Assault and Battery. You literally have a bat and a baseball. You throw it up in the air. If you miss the ball, you hit the person you're hitting, and it, you hurt them. But if you actually hit the ball, you hit the ball into the person behind them. Oh, sick. So you hurt the person you're hitting with a bat, with this metal bat, but you're also hurting the person behind him with the ball. It, it's it. just this, like, mean-ass move. And then there's another it's, one where you, you just run up and kick him in the balls.
0: Just straight-up Rochambeau him. I love it's it. literally called Fuck Rochambeau. Yeah. It's called Rochambeau. Of course it is. Like, it's just the the fan service to South Park fans is fucking ridiculous. Um, and oh, then yeah. in addition to, like, your basic, like, like wet like, sword or whatever... Uh, you also have like a, uh, a, 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 um, a, like a distance weapon and it can be a bow and arrow. It can be a basketball. It could be a dodge ball and you throw it at enemies. And then in addition to that, you've got your uh, access to your actual magic, which throughout the game are just a bunch of different kinds of farts that you unlock. Uh, mm-hmm. and then you've got like access to your items and stuff, but then you also have one counter or one, one party member that's in combat with you as well. And like I said, you start the game with, with butters. And then as the game goes on, you unlock Cartman, Kyle, Stan, Kenny, and Jimmy. And hmm. uh, I wanted to ask you, like, so Butters is the paladin. He, I, I actually found Butters to be very useful because he's he's a he's a paladin. He does a lot of damage with his attack. His go-to ability is he'll heal you, and then his his like secret ability or whatever you want to call it, his personality ability is that he's so unlikable that enemies are, are inclined to attack him first. So yeah. you don't get attacked very often because the enemies usually attack butters, which is yeah. such a fucking hilarious ability to give this poor kid.
1: Yeah. My um, go-to's cause like I very much am all about just the offense offense in the game or my go-to's. I like using butters or Stan
0: Stan. Just just I just a straight up Stan, fighters. Yeah. Stan's just a straight up tank. Yeah. Like he'll oh, do yeah. a lot of damage and then, Butter Stan can also call on his, his, his dog Sparky. uh to to do damage to enemies too um i love princess kenny like the character but she's an archer which doesn't do a lot of damage i find through most of the game and then her other ability is she'll lift up her dress and show the enemies her tits which will stun them but she's like a young boy so it's just nipples and uh i i love like i want to use more of princess kenny because i think the character is so funny but i actually found him her pretty useless in combat by and large
1: yeah they're not really see. a lot of them are just kind of basic in their usage
0: yeah I like and the, and the thing about it is like for the first two-thirds of the game you basically are choosing between playing with stan and kyle or cartman and, and butters mm-hmm. and you lose access to the other two which whichever side you pick and i gotta say like stan's a nice tank and he's useful i actually find kyle pretty useless like, as the archer, I don't really use him very oh, much at again, all. Oh, didn't know me either.
1: I uh, only Butters, used him when I was forced to.
0: Right. Butters is helpful. Kenny's pretty weak. Uh, Jimmy is, like, a bard, and his music is supposed to in- inflict, like, status ailments on the enemies. I didn't really use Jimmy. I, f- I think Jimmy is a fucking hilarious character, but oh, I didn't use r- Jimmy yeah. very much in the game. Uh, I actually found Cartman. Dude, Cartman's magic in this game is powerful as fuck. Lighting yeah. his farts on fire, he'll fuck people up.
1: Oh, yeah, he's got great, like, his abilities in here are great. I just, I usually just weirdly default to, uh, to Butters or Stan because just for general fighting alone, right?
0: Yeah. The the tricky thing about Butters is, like, he has the ability to heal you, but he also attracts the enemy's attacks, so I don't find that I'm taking a lot of damage because Butters is taking all the damage. So like yeah. I'm like I don't need you to heal me cuz you're the one taking a beating, you know. Um but I just I like that you get to use all these characters and they all have their own abilities and and they do all play differently, which is nice. It's just some of them are definitely more useful than other ones. Um the one the one criticism I have of this game is the inventory system. Like you 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 equip one melee weapon, one distance weapon and then and then headgear, armor and gloves. And then on most of your equipment, you can attach at least one. They call it stra- strap-ons in the game. <laughs> uh, and you can attach like at least one strap-on, and it might be do gross damage, which is like poison, or do shock damage, or gain uh, ability points, which is PP in this game, like gain them back every turn. I don't know about you, do, but like I'm playing through this game, and I'm like, I must have had 80 badges, or strap-ons, excuse me, at hmm. the end of the game, and I just didn't use like nine-tenths of them.
1: No, a lot of them I throw away because it's like get some PP back or gain yeah. a little bit of mana. But like I was using like right now where I'm at in the game, I'm using one with my rod with my rod of major boobage. I have the fro, I have a, a, add fifty frost damage, which actually slows them. so yeah. you get extra attacks before they get to attack. Yeah, and like I use like there's one I'm using with like uh, heal fifty uh, HP every time you attack and things like that. So I'm yeah. like I I I found a good combo of them. And you keep getting better versions of them throughout. But, yeah, it's, and, like, there's ones that can, like, make them bleed. Like, like they're, they're... one was, like, uh, one of the strap-ons was literally called Beer Bottle. And it was, like, it caused 25 extra damage and bleed. I was just, like, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's like, they're funny. I just found that, like. Like I get that they're doing the whole RPG thing and they're trying to give you customization, but it's not just the strap-ons. I feel so weird saying that. It's not just the strap-ons, but like even just the weapons. Like you end up with so it felt like every like one of the things I hate the most about playing JRPGs is managing my my team's loadout and my, my, my team's like hmm. equipment and armor and weapons and shit. And like this game is constantly, constantly throwing weapons and strap-ons and armor and junk dude you end up with so many items to sell in this game and it like it's almost like playing fucking skyrim in the sense of like the sheer amount of shit you can pick up and just sell that's
1: useless oh very throughout much throughout the so. game very and much then all. like e- yeah.
0: and and even your healing items like because you heal with like food items like tacos and water is like your your uh, antidotes and shit like that. And I don't know about you, but like I had so many items that it just makes the game easy because you have so many items to use.
1: Yeah, you're never in trouble. And like certain points when you get so much like stuff put on you, like you get a like two defense downs, a attack down, bleeding, like you're sick. I just let I'll just let a character die and then use the taco to revive them because i got uh one of the the perks you can get is when you use a revive you come back at full health there's yeah. like little perks you can get on top of your abilities yeah and i put, put that one on and i would just let the person die revive them using the other character with a taco and then they're back to full health nothing wrong with them and you're just going again yeah it, totally. those kind of things do make the game fairly easy but and like I'm torn on if
0: I think it's a down cuz like I do think the game is is too easy but but like the whole I'm not playing it there's so many RPGs like if I want to play a deep challenging RPG I have infinite options mm-hmm. I have very few options that are just a funny South Park game so like I do think the game is too easy but I also don't want to ding it too hard for it because I'm like I'm I'm more interested in just getting to the next stupid side mission or stupid cutscene and seeing what it's gonna do as opposed to like chasing the holy grail of tough RPGs.
1: You know what I mean? This is an RPG where you want to see the cutscenes. You yeah. want to like that's what drives this game more than anything is the cutscenes and the interactions you have with the with other characters and in the things you do. That's what yeah. really drives this game
0: agreed yeah and so like it's it's not even a knock to me it's just it is like you know i always use this stupid analogy of like they have 100 of a pie and how much do they want to put into graphics and music and controls and, like clearly half of the pie in this game went into humor and then they were like we'll figure out the rest later and it's fine it works mm-hmm. it worked i think what makes this game successful like i'll ask you this if they had pulled back on the humor to make it a deeper rpg uh, I think I would it have succeeded. Cause I don't think it would have like, as I think it would have just gotten lost in the shuffle of RPGs. Like the yeah, humor is what makes it good.
1: Yeah. Without the amount of jokes you have, without the amount of references and the amount of making fun of a lot of stuff that they do in this, you don't get that this game. You don't no, need it to be deep. Even when you, you play fracture Butthole, hole while a different play with a tact, with a tactical style, Yeah, it's still not super deep. Again, no, it's it's, not. But I I think it's deeper than this one. It's deeper than this. But the stories. Yeah, the stories are so. It's the story that's deep. It's the story that gives that really fuels this game more than anything.
0: Agreed. Yeah, like because especially like once you get good at the because it does have the timed hits, the timed blocks, Mm -hmm. like a lot of you are probably playing mario rpg right now like that kind of stuff it has all that and once you get the timing of that kind of stuff down like it is such an easy game but it doesn't matter it's fucking yeah. hilarious i never i never 100 percent rpgs and both times i played this game i went through and did everything like every side quest i'm exploring the town because that's one of the great things about this game is like it's got the main story but it's got so many funny side quests and they are like they range from you have to go see the mayor of South Park who asks you to chase all the homeless people out of town. So you have yeah. to find all of them and fight all of them to chase yep. them out of town. You, uh, dude, you have to go fight the Mongolians on behalf of the city walk guy. Oh, in, in the Tower of Peace? <laughs> in the Tower of Peace. And he's like, I love that they're eating at the city walk. And he's like, Oh, hello,
1: Mongolians. And then as soon as they look away, he's like, I hate those fucking Mongolians. It's so or- stupid. With Jimbo, you have to go and hunt down all these different weird creatures throughout the game. Literally, one of them is just killing a cow. Yeah, yeah. There's one that's like a
0: mouse with a penis on its head and stuff like that. But then once you fight all of, yeah, like you have to you have to fight all of them to like win over Jimbo and Ned. Uh, To get them to be friends with you. Yeah, you have to go get a package for Mister Slave, which is clearly a a vibrator. But once you get it, then you can use Mister Slave as a summon once a day where he will literally just jump on enemies and take the whole enemy up his ass and like, and keep them in there Uh, early on in the game. You have to go around. I love that. Timmy is your fast travel system. You have to go around town and find all of Timmy's fast travel signs. And then you can fast travel from Timmy sign to Timmy sign. I will say, I did find it a little bit frustrating that you have to walk to a Timmy sign to then use it to fast travel to other ones.
1: Yeah, that's what's the annoying part. Like, if and there is some of them are quite are closer together, but there's some where you have to go across a little good bit before you can get to one.
0: Yeah, and 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 in the second, like two thirds of the game, I would say the second, like after the first day of the game, like you're starting to get pretty over leveled. Where random encounters, thank fuck, there's no random encounters. You see the enemies on the screen, whether they're the kids dressed as elves or they're the Nazi zombies or fucking whatever. Like you see the enemies on the screen. And they're fairly easily easy to avoid. But yeah, like when you need to walk to a Timmy stop to be able to fast travel around the town and you accidentally get pulled into like a fight or two and the fights are easy, it can be just not the end of the world, but it's just a little bit a little bit frustrating. Like I I wish you could just open up the map and fast travel anywhere Timmy goes.
1: Yeah. Instead of having to go in to find him and just open the map, press the button, it'll take you to that spot. But again, you have to go to another spot to go to another spot. Yeah. It it it, doesn't. It, 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 I'll take it. I'll take what it is because it allows me to go from one corner of the map to another without yeah. having to traverse for like five minutes just to get across everything.
0: Totally. And I would say, honestly, like the first half of the game when you're playing it, it's so funny. And it's so fun to just explore this town that we've been watching on TV oh, for yeah. so long. That like, I didn't fast travel. Cause I wanted to just, you never know what you're oh. going to find. Like you walk by the movie theater and the fucking guy that works the ticket booth, that guy that talks like this is just chirping you. About yeah. how you can't come in and see the movie. And then fucking Al Gore sticks his head out from behind it. And then you go down to the sewers and you find Mr. Hanky and you find the crab people. And crab it's just it's like there's, there's. There's just little Easter eggs all over this game. Everywhere you go, you find well, these
1: stupid little things. A couple of the houses you go to, you open the door and it's a guy jerking off, or this one guy screwing a horse, and then there's one yeah. that's, it's a couple <laughs> having sex, and they all freak out and run up and close the door. It's so mechanics. Ex- but like other houses you can just open the house, go explore and steal everything from the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, everything. And like and like you yeah. can take like a dump in their bathroom and then take your poop out and use it as a weapon. I in the dude,
1: game. <laughs> And Every like, time I went by a toilet, I made sure to poop so I could reload up on my shits. Of all course, shit that
0: you can throw at enemies. Of course, <laughs> yep. yeah. And then 100%. like the stupid thing. This st- one of the other things it does is is again going back to like the Easter eggs is uh I love when you go into any of the kids' bedrooms and you open their closet and it's just full of Easter eggs, mm-hmm. like butters. Right. Oh, fuck! Speaking of butters, I god I love butters. Uh, I love that. Like <laughs> as you play through the game, you can unlock the ability to use Professor Chaos. Eddie yeah, just shows up as Professor yeah. Chaos. Yep. Um, I, I I fucking love
1: Professor Chaos, and and you can go and you can go to Butter's Chaos Lair.
0: Yeah, you actually get to go to his layer where General Disarray is there, and he's it's just like his like his grandma's storage unit or fucking some something yeah. stupid well, like that. What I really
1: love is you can actually friend General Disarray, then you friend him again just as his normal self.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I love that you can like. Uh, Whenever you go into a business, you hear a song from the show playing. It could be like the montage song or... fuck what are some of the other songs uh where were you when they built the ladder to heaven That's <laughs> like yeah. some of these dumb songs you hear when you go into the it's just it's fuck me it's just such a funny you get to go to like the police station and deal with that stupid red-headed cop i love that guy oh, oh yeah i love the i love the the optional collectathon The collecting of the chimpokemon the the
1: <laughs> and there's yeah. such
0: stupid crappy knockoff pokemon
1: <laughs> oh my god it's so funny so dumb I love but this so game. good at the same goddamn time.
0: I love this game. Um trying to think of what we haven't talked about yet. The stupid inventory system, fast travel. We could just talk about the jokes and stuff in this game forever. Oh, uh the end of the game. Uh, so, if uh, the only other the only other and actually this is probably honestly more of a cr- actual criticism of the game I have compared to the all the strap-ons, which still feels weird to say. The in day two, I think, when you're in the big fight in the school, you get like a chance. You get a choice at one point where you have to side with Cartman or Kyle. And then later in the game, you have to choose again, am I siding with Cartman or Kyle? And it yeah. seems like it's setting up like a big plot twist. But then in day three, you find out that Craig has the stick. And then you all work together to go and take down Craig anyway. And I will say, like... M- I guess minor criticism because I really didn't want to have to play the game twice, but I do wish your decision on who you want to decide with Kyle or, or
1: Cartman had more of an implication than it does. Yeah, me too. But again, and the thing is it doesn't even lead to any of them being the big bad guy, not even Clyde's the big bad guy.
0: No. And that again, spoilers We're spoiling it. I oh, love yeah. that. You go to, you go to Clyde's house after you recruit the girls and stuff to help you, which I, I love that whole storyline too. Now yeah, you have you get to get the, the girls, the goth
1: you. kids. Then yeah, you got yeah. to va- fight the vampire kids.
0: Yeah. You recruit like all, like the whole town basically. And then you go to Clyde's backyard. He's got this massive treehouse and all these kids and you fight your way up this treehouse. And then at the end, you don't even end up fighting Clyde. The final boss ends up being a Nazi zombie princess Kenny who like <laughs> drinks this fucking the green ooze. Well, it becomes they, like evil and you have to fight your very own Princess Kenny at the end of the game.
1: Because Kenny makes a deal with the government so that he can get the stick of truth. Yeah. So and stupid. I love and I love that the government is coming <laughs> along with it. And that's to me,
0: one of the brilliant things about South Park the show is that the 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 adults seem dumber than the kids. And in this game, it's so perfect because he's like massive government FBI. We're hovering up these aliens and everything. They're like, oh, my God, that stick has to be so powerful. And they're just siding with all of you to play along with this stupid fucking game. And at the very end, they just throw the stick of truth into Stark's pond to get rid of it because they're like, it's too powerful for anybody. And I will say, like, I know we're not they have no intentions to do it. I would love to see a sequel where somebody goes underwater and gets the stick back.
1: Oh, that would actually be sick.
0: It'd be so good. Oh my god, the whole part where I forgot about the whole part where you go up Mr. Slave's ass. Literally. Oh. And you're like you're fighting like Lemmy like you fucking come across Lemmy Winks and shit in Mr. Slave's ass.
1: Yeah, then there's the ghost ghosts of the cuttlefish. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is stupid. This is stupid. The stupidest video
1: game I ever played. Oh, that's this is that's where the bomb is. It's up Mr. Slave's ass. You have to do like the surgery, and I hated that thing for so long. Right,
0: because you perform an abortion on Randy and then to try to fool the government, and then you have to do it again inside Mr. Slave's ass to dissect the bomb or to defuse
1: the bomb. Yeah, (laughs) what the fuck. It's so dumb, and it, oh like you can you can mess it up so goddamn easy. And yeah. I feel ninety five percent of the time when I'm doing that.
0: Oh god, it's so fucking.
1: <laughs> I honestly, I know people have wanted this game
0: covered forever, and now as we're getting close to wrapping this episode up, I'm like, this could be the worst episode of Remember the Game of all time, just because I'm listening, I'm listening to what we're saying, and I'm like, this all just sounds so stupid. It's so disgusting, but that's what makes this game so brilliant. And I, if by some chance we haven't sold you on it yet, again, if you're not a like, uh, I I don't. If you if you're an RPG fan who doesn't like South Park, um, if you disagree, by all means, say so. Like,
1: I don't think you'll get any enjoyment out of this game at all. No, because again, like we we've been saying, it's all about the funny. It's all about like the the combat, even. The fact that your farts are part of your attack, yeah, your like Cartman's, attack.
0: like the, the go-to spell I use for Cartman is he literally just bends over and pulls down his pants and mm-hmm. like lights a like a Zippo and just you mash the button and he farts on the on the lighter and the kid's like casts fire, like yeah. if you if you don't think South park is funny and I know there's some people out there that feel that way. I, I don't understand it, but I know there's people out there that feel that way. If you don't think <laughs> South park is funny, you will get literally nothing out of this game.
1: No, but again, it's this game is purely made. I I truly think for the fan base, it is. And I, and I'll, I'll go one step further and say that. Like I, I, I truly believe that like
0: this and, and the fractured butthole outside of stuff like Spider-Man and Batman and stuff, but like, this is this is these are some of the best like licensed games based on like massive IPs ever created. Uh, like oh, as far yeah. as loyalty to the to the 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 source uh material. Well yeah, like it is you
1: it, said it it's these games are better than a lot of episodes of South Park. Well it's it's Trey and Matt writing their own love letter to their own TV show and to gaming at the exactly the same time.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. I I I I binged this game over about four days while I was sick for a, in a replay uh, to get ready for this and like I was fucking do- like I would like I would like go downstairs and just tell Shaylee like this and this is what just happened in my game and she <laughs> thought it was stupid but there was times where she was also like that is pretty funny and I was like it is funny <laughs> like it this is. Is like fuck oh my god anyways um I can't think of anything else I feel like we've covered most of the basics I I uh, think so, do i think we're good let's score this thing i i fucking by some I'm, I'm begging i'm begging all of you this game goes on sale all the time all the time mm-hmm. it's like a ten dollar game if you're a south park fan even if you can't stand rpgs i i truly feel like if, if you're an rpg fan that doesn't like south park this game is not worth your time if you're a south park fan that doesn't like rpgs this game is worth your time
1: yeah it I, is I so agree. funny Oh, 100%. If you're not an RPG if you're not an RPG fan, but you love South Park, you can play this and still really enjoy it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um I don't know how the fuck to score this. Uh how many seasons of South Park are is there? Let's Tw- score it out of that. As of
1: right now, I think 28? How many honestly? seasons of South Park?
0: 26. 26, okay. okay. Uh so let's do that. So let's do it out of 26. What do you want to score South Park the Stick of Truth?
1: Oh, 24. good score yeah it's it is almost a perfect game just i wish it was a little harder yeah Yeah, that is the only detractor i have in this game and the abortion stuff (laughs) just trying to do not not that i'm against it i'm just trying to do it it's so hard
0: that's fair yeah that's
1: fair i
0: yeah i'm probably gonna give it uh sorry what are we doing at 26 uh yeah, I think like, listen, if it wasn't for the humor, honestly, it's like a, it's like a 16 or 17, oh, like it's yeah. a mediocre game, but that humor bumps it up to, I agree. I, 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 I'll, it's bad radio, but I agree 24. Like, it's just, it's yeah. so goddamned funny. Like I cannot wait. I, like I said, I, I know we've tried our best to avoid talking about it. I, I do like the fractured butthole better. I like the coon storyline better and I like the tactical combat better, mm. but they're both hilarious games. And I I agree. I think 24 out of 26, this is just a fucking hilarious video game that everybody should play.
1: Like, I like the story of the second one better, but I like the play style of this one better. It's, yeah. It's so funny. I like the RPG over the tactical. And it it.
0: it just keeps you, like, it keeps you guessing. Like, you never know what stupid thing Hmm. it's going to throw at you next. And then before you know it, it's just... I just, I love I think that's my favorite thing about it is is playing it for the first time in like a decade I had no I couldn't remember what was coming next what was coming next and yeah. everything that popped up just fucking just made me laugh and it's it's from stuff like when you like poisoning an enemy in this game is grossing them out and then they actually puke like Stan pukes when he tries to kiss Wendy yep. like from that <laughs> to lighting your farts on fire to use them as weapons to being able to throw shit at each other to using tacos to revive each other. It just goes on and on. you never know what's coming. And it's just always makes me laugh. So I agree. 24 out of 26 fucking <laughs> South Park, the stick of truth. Brilliant, brilliant fucking video game. 100%. Um, Andre, what, uh, when you're not farting on your, uh, your enemies, what are you up to these days? Where can people <laughs> find your stuff?
1: Uh, you can find me most of the time over at uh, youtube.com slash at Andre melball Wrestling Talk. Uh, me and my uh, co-host Melball, we uh, review Japanese professional wrestling and some of the local uh, independent scene here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, we cover New Japan, stardom for our Japanese stuff. And then we also cover Force pro wrestling, love pro wrestling, and a little bit of real canadian wrestling here in edmonton so you can check us out there um, i also do um, another show over at our local establishment our local establishment where you can find them on uh, twitch and youtube you search up our local establishment uh where i do a show called marvel talk where i talk uh all things marvel we review the, we review the seasons we talk about the movies uh we're, introducing a new segment monthly segment called uh, marvel talk rebound where we're going to go back to the beginning of the mcu and watch every movie and review it so yeah love it. Uh, we do that too and then i just want to give a shout out to my boy mike the ref over at backbreaker video simulcast all of mine and Melball's stuff over there so check him out give him a subscribe there too yeah mike's a beauty
0: yeah you can check the description of this episode for the uh the links to that dude in like in 30 seconds or less because i know it's not a it's not a an mcu podcast uh, have you watched Loki season 2? No spoilers. Yes. Yes, yes. Did you like?
1: I loved it. Did you like it? Oh. Uh, I it, it it gave me all the feels.
0: Yeah. I thought Loki season 2 was great. And then quickly, have you seen the Marvels?
1: I have not. I have. Uh we reviewed it on our local establishment. I had a great time. I don't understand the hate this movie is getting. Um I understand there's some criticisms. I had them and I voiced them. But overall, great movie, really good cast. I thought Bree Larson really upped your game in this movie um just i really enjoyed it uh and it's taking it's it's p- putting things in the place for what's coming for the next couple of years of uh Mar- the mcu i really enjoyed uh, it
0: haters gonna hate man i, I like the mcu oh 100%. i like being a nerd and just watching the mcu which is why which is why the fracture butthole is better but we'll get there <laughs> at some point down the road um andre thank you so much for taking time out of your busy sunday i don't know if you're busy tonight but you're busy sunday night to talk south park the stick of truth with me. I'm so glad we finally covered this game on the show. People have been asking for it forever and I hope we did it justice. I love this fucking game. Me too. Hell yeah. That's going to do it for this week's episode Andre thank you so much for giving me a call and talking self park this stick of truth I love this game thank you buddy and of course thank you to all of you for listening to this show, I should be saying it as a proper Canadian as we're talking South Park. Hey, thanks, buddy, for listening to our podcast. Uh, I really have <laughs> the head coming off. The th- anyway, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, check out Andre's stuff. He's talking, wrestling and shit. You can find all of the links in the description of this podcast. Show him some love. Tell him I sent you. It won't get you anything, but it would make me feel pretty good. And if you liked this show, listen, uh, leave us a nice review, would you? I don't know what they do other than counter the bad reviews that we get, but they make me feel good. And I read them at night when I'm laying in the tub full of rose petals with the candle and the glass of wine well i do me but i read them then so leave me a good review and i'll, I'll read it and think about you the next time i'm in the tub and if you want more of these patreon.com slash remember the game baby subscriptions start at three dollars a month there's over 500 ad free bonus podcasts waiting for you over there and we drop four new ones every fucking week it's about the best deal in the history of the internet. Assuming you can stand the sound. Mister, I can't stand the sound of your voice. Shout out to him gets that reference. If you can handle my voice, check it out. Patreon.com slash RememberTheGame. I'm also over on Twitch. Whenever I have time, you can find me there at twitch.tv slash RememberTheGame. No charge. You can sub if you want, but I don't bother people for subs. I just want to play video games and talk to nerds. So come by and be a nerd with me. I'd appreciate it. You can see my nose finally. And, uh... Told you about Andre's stuff. Told you about Patreon. Told you about Twitch. I have a P.O. box. You can find that address at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Just shoot me a letter, a postcard. Let me know where you're listening. I, I'm pretty slow, but I will eventually write back, and uh, we can be friends. That's pretty cool. And I think that's uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to call it there. I'm going to thank some patrons and I'm going to shut this thing down. Thanks so much for listening to everybody. For all you patrons, we'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass, where I'll be talking about 10 games I really want to cover on this show in 2024. Game Patch will go live on Friday. We'll look at all the biggest news in video games. And we'll be back next week with a whole other slab of shows, including. Remember the game 275, which, assuming everything goes to plan, will be Mark McHugh and I taking another look at Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. What a banger. Take it easy, everybody. I'll talk to you all in the next one. Cheers. So long. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame, and as such, I am contractually obligated to say their names as quickly as possible at the end of every episode of this show. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift Mellow, Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic Andre, The Keegs, James Clark, Dave McGee Dan of DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Doran Chris Fleury, Andrew Wright, Jordan, Fraser Burns, Lil Bunny Fufu 89 Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Scott Brooks, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Trombley, A-Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9, PSX, Mercury 869, Wolfgang, Darren, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Magic 21, Johnny from Virginia, Squints, Titan 420, Zonko 504, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barrett, Just a fish. Adam Blank still isn't reviewed. D's nuts. Galaxy, I think is what it says. It cut off. Holmes. Zach Shepard. Ballsack. Teabagger. Frosty feet. 492. Triple Chugger. 22. Elijah Burns. It's that nerd. James. Madam. Nudist. Shish. DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Mizuru, Juris Dr. Mario, Tyler, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Eric James, Nick Amos, Mega Mav, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaver Boy, C Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Leroy Westrich, Rush's Dog Walker, Stud Still Smash, Matt Babinu, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, a dude named Adam Wyatt the Surgeon who's not a surgeon, Rowe, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Storm Beagle, Archangel Otaku, Earl Hagelwaffle, High Plains Drifter, Esteban Navarro, Kayatch, Jimothy, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Them Boys on the Roof, Max Lagroom, James Juan Francesco, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Franklin Badge, Jugs Badm, K, okay, Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude, Walter, Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, Colin Bollinger, Sleeper Hit, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the... The exuberant Turtle Wumpf 15. I still don't know how fuck to say that. Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Radioactive Man, Musty Beetle, Graham Kennedy, Ah My Foot, John M. Watkins, Timothy Sabrinsky, Beef Dingleberry, Hitchy Poo, Chevy Boy Ninety Two Eleven, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Christopher Britt, Zamatos, Big The Cat, Maverick, Bobby Litton, Brandon Dezeba, Kia Pup, Wheel of Fish, AB Killen, Works For Me, Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper, Tom Houlihan, Ted Explosion, Ryan Perry, Alex R, Lucas Valdez Itchy Nutsuru, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Just Car Pranks, Solomon soto rated excellent darth Skywalker, postman west gen nick creature youngster tk adam martinette the big deal Doctor Nightmare 23, Kevin Monroe can't destroy her. This MF Mario Galaxy still hasn't reviewed Adam Blank. Beers of War, B Cuz 19, Digital Dave, Marcus Mendoza, Lord Longrod, Von Hugendon the Second, Roger Starbucks, Pool Cleaner, Frosty Bear Max, Sandin Sour Goatface, Alex Ramos, Faded Suffrage, Benjamin Atkins, Carbon Fiber Zombie, Chris Hill aka Chip Spot 2000, Mellow Yellow 8787, Be Money, Hired Goons, Who It's OG, Tyler Bauer, Fallen Snow, Kiku, The Supreme, Chozarizo, E Man, Trucker, Mark Sneed, Raging. Irish Atrio Wormwood Shoeboxers Tornado Adam Blank still hasn't reviewed Mario Galaxy, Jay Callahan, Robbie Air, guy who does things. Saban, Brian Richmond, Blobby Rogers, Glue Bula, Matt Zeus, Buy me Bone Storm. Wow Kang Cesar, fill up my mouth with farts, liquor like Luigi, Cody Thompson, Billy, and the Clonosaurus. Elephant Cab, Scissor Fist, Big Daddy, Randall, Ryan, Wickcomb, Flinny, 123, Austin for Past to Present Player Podcast. Lord State Puffed, Johnny Zubu 81, AJ McCurjee, Lotus, Philip Ramsey, nothing could possibly go wrong. Alex McIntyre S, Bearded Bastard, Adam Galaxy still hasn't reviewed Mario Blank. Eric Hopewell, Clockwork, Orange These Nuts, Test Tickle, David Schroah, Test Tickle, I get it. David Schroeder, Theodore, Chicken Gizzards, Diablo, Spartan. Justin Blair Wilco VOS Rager Captain Steven, Level Up Retro And Cardigan Measures Wrestler Maybe the best batch of shutouts I've ever heard But I think it's because Shaylee's listening across the hall And I didn't want to look like an idiot In front of her Which I just ruined Son of a bitch Thanks so much for the support everybody Appreciate all of you Talk to you on the next one Screw you guys um, well, I'm already home But Screw you guys
1: Oh,